This is episode 29 of Insert Credit. I'm Alex Jaffe. Joining me as always is karate champ Frank Zafaldi. Yeah. Virtua fighter Tim Rogers. Oh, I like that game a lot. Really. And Castlevania Judgment bonus character Brendan Sheffield. That's acceptable. Have you played <laughs> Castlevania Judgment? That's not I don't have a problem with that. Our guest, this, our guest this week, features editor and the second most universally beloved columnist at Kotaku, Captain Kirk Hamilton. <laughs> Hi, hello. That's true. Is he a columnist? Yeah. How's it going? I was a columnist for a while before I, I started reading that full time. I think uh, that once you're a columnist, you're a columnist forever. I think that's how it works. Yeah. yeah, even if you don't submit a column for like six months and then you submit Well, I submit, I just submit like a lot of columns every day. But they're like they're little, columns. little tiny columns. Right, they're yeah. little columns, column and you pull them together into big columns. Yeah, they're column L L apostrophe I L. I say it's yeah. got to be at least one the three thousand five hundred words or GTFO. is my policy <laughs> on columns. Yes, yeah, I'm PSDR, very well aware. Too short, <laughs> didn't read. Too short. Got to got gotta let the uh, got to let the Google Doc cook for a couple of weeks, and then then press the share button. And you're finally ready to share that thing. Yeah, so, I like the uh, I like the colorblind mode. And columns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Tim, you won our end of show competition last Oh, I did. Which means did. you get to pick our inaugural topic on this program, after which I will explain the rules. Oh, man, I gotta pick a topic? Yeah. Um, that's kind of the deal of winning. <sighs> oh. Congratulations, Tim. Uh, Congratulations, you won homework. Um... Dead air is can, cool. Can, we can, can talk we about that. This, can we do this as the last topic so I can think of something? I suppose we could. But the lightning round is so the last topic. Go, well, no, no because he's prepared nine actual topics. actual topics and the lightning round, we'll have a Tim Rogers Presents topic. But yeah, first, I'll, I'll, I'll keep thinking. I am going to give you guys a topic that only I know. I have not shared this with any of you before the show. And the four of you have six minutes to discuss it before I sound a terrifying buzzer noise and we have to move on no matter what's going on. So are you ready? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Too bad! Affirmative. Number one. Some outspoken fans have claimed that Bioware has, quote, ruined Star Wars by including a single planet in their Star Wars MMO where homosexual romantic interaction can be explored. How many things are wrong with this? Can, can it actually be explored, or is it just because there's no option? They made a planet where they have this kind of uh, what is it? This sort of semantic. Law. Well, yeah. My my impression of all this is that it wasn't built into the game to begin with, and and putting it in as a system would be uh, incredibly taxing. So they just kind of scripted some some events and NPCs on this one particular new planet, right? Is that? Yeah, well, the, and the sense that I got is that this is all this was all based on something that came out like a while ago, and then someone ran it. Someone yeah, basically as a new story, like the story a as like yeah. there's a gay planet and they're segregating it, and then yeah. that kind of became the narrative, which really wasn't. They were just like, well, we're adding gay characters to the game and we're putting them all on this planet because that was the easiest way to do it. Yeah, but it is kind Bro, of. Uh, you must admit that 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 secondary narrative of they have segregated it is is true. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, oh, they sure. did it for technical reasons, but the end right. result is still they have a. I mean, 
I I went to uh, college with bros, and I knew a guy who thought that all the gay people should have their own island so they could just be there and die off and not have anyone else. We have um, that in San Francisco. It's called the them. Castro. That's right. I'm just kidding. Um, I've been there. <laughs> that was a bad Castro too. There's but, uh, some good stores there. There's people in the Castro too. You know that this planet thing very much smacks of that in its in its. Uh, you know, in, in, it's hard not to read it that way. Even, I'm sure it wasn't intended, but you, you can't help but think that yeah. that was an inevitability. Well, no matter what the intent was, they, they do have a specific gay planet right now. In, yeah. Right, or, right. You know, it doesn't in the next look update. good. Yeah. And they did say, you know, they were like, we're, and we're going to continue exploring this way forward. I get the feeling like we're in this transitional period with sort of same-sex romance and these kinds of games in general where, like, you can look at how in Mass Effect... Three, there was a there was a guy guy like gay romance, and there wasn't any of the past games. And it's kind of like they're making progress, right? So they had a sequel they could make. Where in the, in like the old Republic, they can't do that. So they want to make yeah. progress. They want to put in there what people want, and I think people asked for it. So they're like, well, we want to give our customers what they want, and I'm sure there are writers there who think it's cool too. So they added it the best way they could. If they were probably making the game from scratch today they'd do it differently so they're kind of stuck with this bad looking situation yeah it, it seems like you know that's a that's a situation where it's like yeah we know that people want that but it's we can't do it in the right way so we should wait till our next product to to do that kind of thing or we should wait till we can do it the right way because you know i mean in game development you have to cut stuff all the time that you can't right. implement to full satisfaction and this feels like something that you know, was not going to work all the way, and so maybe they should It does feel tricky, have. though, with an MMO, right? Because with an MMO, you've got this... I mean, that's not... There's not going to be a new Star Wars MMO, maybe ever. Like, so this is it. They've just got to update it and change it. So if they're going to do anything, maybe they have to do it to this game? Like, is that... You could just know? wait till it fails, and then their, other, yeah, their well, next MMO. <laughs> the thing about the, Star Wars Galaxy. You know, I, I was going to say that a lot of stuff has ruined Star Wars over the years, so yeah. why, not well, just, right. why not just keep doing it? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. To get to the very beginning of the question is, I don't think that they ruined Star Wars with right. this specific thing. <laughs> like, yeah, they should have called in George Lucas if they wanted to. If they wanted to ruin Star it, someone would be like, really "Okay, to get it wrong." He would have made all of, the, all of the characters on the gay planet like like Ewoks. Jar Jar Banks. He would have made, <laughs> like, right, we're not allowed to make gay. fun of George Lucas anymore. He literally donated billions of dollars to charity. He yeah, yeah, still do it. He actually, he actually did do that. It was yeah, a really is, good thing. He, he did. is he is sort of uh, sort of airtight against mockery proof. I'm still a little bit upset about that forty five dollars that I spent all told. I'll just to see those trilogy uh, movies, yeah. those prequels. I'm still a little upset about that. You're never gonna had, get that movie back or that money back. If, if I had that right now, my God, I'd go right to the supermarket with it, you know, and I'd I'd buy yourself Shadows of the Empire. I get myself some <laughs> spinach, but I don't think they have Shadows of the Empire. Shadows of the Empire was seventy nine ninety nine. Oh wow! Uh, I I think I think you know, if we made a big deal about everything that ruined Star Wars, the the world would be a scorched wasteland. So yeah. it's like, uh, I don't know why not? Why why shouldn't there be gay characters in Star Wars? Right? I mean, well, I don't. Is, no, is no, that, of course they should. Not, that's not the discussion here. No, no, um, no, 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 no. We're talking. I'm talking about the kids. I, I'm trying oh, sure, to talk. Yeah, there there are kids who, with the uh, the the yeah. haters. Is what yeah. I'm trying to do. Um, no, the haters. But, well, I mean, th- w- I what's worth discussing about something. them, really? Yeah, they're <laughs> I psychos. Mean, yeah, I mean, the 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 thing that the, the takeaway from this situation is that they didn't do it, and it 
it was a mistake. It's obviously a mistake that they didn't implement any same-sex relationships in this MMO, and they're paying for I, it now. So, I think, so I think that I think next the time around, that anyone uh, making an MMO is going to learn from this and, and have uh, same-sex relationships. And so maybe do a better maybe. job. I, 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 think I think the Mass Effect thing is a little bit uh, is 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 just as bad, like because. Uh, it it's like you couldn't be a gay dude in Mass Effect, but you could be a lesbian, right? Well, and that your character carries over in Mass Effect, so and you're like, like yeah, so you can make him become game, gay, right? <laughs> which is a little silly. And my, well, and my, the whole thing where like all of the characters who will sleep with women will also sleep with men, like in the first two games, right? I think there are no there were no just lesbians in Mass Effect. Yeah, a lot, a lot of bisexual you know, ladies. Like, oh, I like guys yeah, and yeah. You know, like they're it's, just. It's a regular like, regular so, porno narrative. Well, it's basically right. like it's college. It's just yeah. college. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole thing has this subtext. That's space college choice, right? Space Pretty much college. just space college. They could have called it space college, and that would have been way more accurate than <laughs> Mass Effect. No one even knows what Mass Effect means. Space college? That yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would have called it space college. I totally would play a game called space college. <laughs> I would have. I would have played it if it had been. I would have played more of it if it had been called space college. My yeah. character was a hundred percent asexual, by the way. Uh, yeah, but uh, just like an actual college. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I would have played it if it had been called space college, and then. I would have been just as disappointed by the wooden dialogue. Oh, there's the horrible sound. That was so my joke. Space frat. Sorry. That was my that was my great joke. That was a that was a horrible sound. Let's do it. Topic Let's number do two. It. What makes Super Mario World so popular with the ROM hacking community? Wahoo! They love Mario. Yeah, I think it's because it's got Mario. It's got Mario. But why specifically well, Super Mario World? Why is that is. the most moddable game? Because mm. the game is loose and weird, and it has a very, very large variety of objects compared it, both to the prior Super Marios, uh, the later Super Marios, and all platform games in general. It's yeah, definitely not the most moddable game, uh, no. Jeffy. No, but uh, but at at this point, like the moddable. answer to that right now is that there are more tools for that game than any other, uh, you know, ROM. Right. Um, but but I guess the question then would be like, why are there so many great tools? And I think it's basically what Tim was saying that it's it's big, and there's there's a lot more toys in that game to play with than in it's any a, other Mario game, it or is, really it's, any it's other a, platform game, probably. It's got all these tiles, it's got all these power-ups, it's got a lot it's of got, things that do stuff. Yeah, Platforms, I think it has more platform types uh, that are yeah. like very easy to get your head around what they all do. Do you think it has anything to do with just the fact that that game is so beloved? Well, that's, no, that's, that's what we mean. I mean, that's, that's step that's one. Also I think well, I mean, that's maybe, and that's why people love the game. Maybe that there's so much. I think cool that's why the, Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, it, it is it is one of those toy box playground kind of games for the kids mm-hmm. who played it when they first played it. And mm-hmm. yeah, because they like it, they made a lot of tools, and the tools have just gotten better. And you know, they kind of they kind of got the right. Super Mario Brothers picked the right scratch off lottery ticket, and. Uh, Got a guy who's really good at making tools, and then you know a couple more people who are really good at making tools, and then you ended up with this uh, whole bunch of tools. And but then, the, I mean, the other part of it is that, that you know you look at the game, you look at a level, and it's it's just it's Legos. You know, it's just a bunch of blocks, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. You couldn't you couldn't easily mod like Sonic the Hedgehog because it's got you know rolling hills and. You know, different different environmental effects, and and Mario's just a bunch of blocks with a background. Not you know that that's a bad thing. It's a great thing. The backgrounds are cool and all. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I mean, and then and then they also struck it rich when 
somebody, whoever they were, that first person who made that, that autoplay level set to music. And then you got a lot of people wanting to make levels like that. Yeah. It's just a combination of a game that a whole bunch of people remember, think about a lot. I don't get people who try to say it's better than Super Mario Bros. 3. I don't get that. Because uh, I'd rather make my own Super Mario Bros. 3 levels, you know? But I guess there's more toys in Super Mario World. Yeah. Way more toys. Lots and they got transparencies toys. and more more processing power. Yeah, the PP is definitely up there on that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's got it's got more. Colors. I wish people were. I wish people good. were doing more tool assisted speed runs of different kinds of games. Like bonk. Like, not like bonk, but more more. Like uh, revenge. More Turbo Graphics and more Genesis games, more weird games. Man, you uh, know what I'd love to see like, is a tool assisted speed run of Air Zonk. Love to see that. <laughs> someone someone did a a tool assisted speed run of. Of Dungeon Explorer for the uh, for the PC Engine, and what they tools didn't did they use? use? Screwdriver. Yes, the screwdriver. They didn't <laughs> use uh, the w- walk through walls <laughs> ability, which could have made the game oh, the so much WTW. faster. It's we just in the speedrun community we call it WTW. Is what we call it. If you get through a video game using a Nintendo Power Guide, is that a power tool insisted speedrun? Yes, yes, that is a power tool. Insisted. I think they call it insisted, yeah. <laughs> Insist, insisted? Yeah. Okay, I flubbed that joke insisted a little, but I think it's, it's still okay. stuck the landing. It's okay, just keep flubbing the jokes. I don't care. I think it's funny. It's 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 good. I like a good flub. Sometimes. You know, I, I think the interesting thing that's come out of the Super Mario Brothers like modding community is that uh, it's... it's it's kind of become its own game. Like like modded Super Mario World is is a very different sort of experience than playing you know a professionally made Mario World in that it it expects a much higher uh, skill level out of you for the most part. And it's they've they've kind of turned they've kind of used these tools to make a, a different type of game that still feels like the original. I don't, I don't know. I think it's kind of interesting. It kind of hmm. took on a second life unintentionally. Like Second Life. Like Second Life. Yeah. Which Mario second- was it that? Which Mario was it that people put a? Uh, oh man, I must be lagging because y'all can't hear me fast enough. I can enough. hear you. I Sorry. Can hear you. Um, but which Mario was it that that people put the uh, portal gun into? Was that Super Mario World as well? That was Super Mario sixty four or Super Mario twelve. Super Mario twelve. No, that, but no that's put, not the one. Super Mario no, twelve. I, yeah. I think that was the original Super Mario Bros that they put uh, the portal gun in. Oh, there. was it? All right. Why did they put yeah. a portal gun in there? I didn't see that. That was a it's was a popular modification for Super Mario Brothers from a year mm. or two back. I think Kotaku did a story on it. Oh, I'm you sure that we did. Like I actually don't remember us doing the story, but I'm sure we did a story on that. That's you don't remember like all Kotaku's the stories? Story. Why not? Yeah. No, was, I, I believe it or not, I don't. When it it was been called Mario, but the O looked like a portal. Uh, yeah, yeah, so. I remember that thing. Why don't you remember all of them, the stories? Yeah. I do my best, you know. Do not have an columns. eidetic memory, Kirk. Columnist no, slash... Every story rememberer, right? That's <laughs> someone at, at Kotaku has to do that. The better you are at that, uh, it can be a very valuable skill. Sure. Well, uh, I've I've, uh, I've got that skill, but I've I've decided to not use it, and instead, uh, <laughs> and instead you. have to uh, have have to kind of scrape together the the rent money. Is what well, I've I've decided to do. Someday I'm going to have real income. Tim, have you tried uh, have you tried looking in under your seat cushions? Yeah, there's. Whoa! Nobody comes over to my house with money in their pockets. So, with I dropped money on your couch. Yeah, you did actually. 
Who would win in a fight? Electronic Arts President John Ricciatiello or Richard. Vice President Joe Biden? Ricciatiello. Ricciatiello. So is that the pronunciation? I think it's yeah, Ricciatiello. It's Ricciatiello. Yeah. I've always heard it as John Ricciatiello. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I, was I thought the double C made it like Christina Ricci. Ricci Tiello. Yeah. I just Ricci call him John Ricky. We just call him John Ricky. Okay, <laughs> so we're in a fight Johnny between J Rick and Joe Bai. Joe Biden. J Bai. J Biden. Joe Biden would win for sure. Yeah. Why? Why would he win? Because he's he's about? got he's got powers, political powers. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think he's a fighter. He's like the man can fight. We've I've seen you've seen him get fights. You saw that vice presidential debate. He like yeah, got he in there. Got, really think, I, I don't think I've ever seen Ricky Tiello do anything other than sort of sound mildly enthused about social media games. Yeah, I think like, I like, think they would get nuts. I think John Ricky. I think he's like legitimately insane though. Like I think he's actually a sociopath. <laughs> oh, like he has like a kill cube down in his basement, like in Dragon Tattoo, where he kills people. I could kind no. of imagine. That. You know what? I'm pretty sure that Joe Biden has received some measure of uh, training in the art of self defense as oh, yeah, as the probably. vice president. He probably knows how to handle himself and can do some Krav Maga on uh, on Rick Taylor's, um neck oh, area. The old Krav Mag. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know if anyone here has the opportunity to ever hear John John Ritchie Tiello's voice. Uh, oh yeah. I often do because uh, probably like you have to listen in on their conference calls. Mm-hmm. Um, he sounds like a cartoon duck, and you'll never be able to unhear that from now on. He'd, he'll <laughs> Great, always thanks. be a cartoon Frank. duck. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've I've heard his voice. I've heard of the duck. sorts of things he does, like at the at EA like conferences when they have all of the employees come on for like a big thing where they all sit in an auditorium and he'll say yeah. like like he once delivered a, a presentation on why no one's getting a Christmas bonus this year, right? <laughs> the guy's gotta be trained in something because right. how does he know that he's not gonna have those ten thousand developers revolt and rip his head off like he does seem <laughs> like like he might have kind of people who do that stuff for him though. Yeah, like, I get the I sense that like if Biden didn't have his secret service and Ricky Tiello didn't have his like, you know, trained well, let's, bodyguard let's, ex-secret service guys, like if it was just the two of them, I still think Biden. I totally yeah. agree. Let's say what if it's not just the two of them, it probably would be Biden, right? Yeah, well, I'm just I'm oh, just man. trying to I'm just trying to what do you call it? Make some sort of case for if we're we're putting the bodyguards of the vice president of the United States of America against the bodyguards of the president of a video game I'm going to go with the vice president yeah Yeah, I also agree if if you read the EA forums I think the EA forums are just about as crazy as uh, any crazy anti-American people so I don't know not quite there's a lot of hate there not as many bombings (laughs) what what if we had to pit John Ricky T and uh, his uh, all the fans of every EA game against uh, all the fans of America. Joe Biden and the entire <laughs> Secret Service and uh, the U.S. John military. John Ricky Tiki and the U.S. military. <laughs> what if what if what if the U.S. Well. military? What if, what if the U.S. military like? And then if if anybody anybody who's in the military who uh, owns an EA game. Has, is to on, on, is, has to go so on. Has to go on. What about okay? And also, these guys are going to be guys, secret agents. 
Well, the guys who like yeah. consulted on Medal of Honor, like, what about those guys? Right. Those guys are on the John Ricky team, so they fight. They're fighting for EA. I they're don't think probably that's mad happen. anyway because they got like court-martialed or whatever, right? They got in trouble. Yeah, they got seen. So they're pissed anyways. They had to. Does this mean that Ricky T has Will Wright on his team? Uh, no, yes. Will Wright's on his own team full of robots. Yeah, <laughs> he can he can uh, subpoena Will Wright. Okay, so time, if we add Will Wright and a robot army to this, who wins? Yeah, Joe Biden. Joe Biden still Joe Biden in the U.S. Well, military hang on. Yeah, against like Will Wright's how many, robot army. How many of Joe Biden's uh, military guys own Madden? Like, it's probably mm. quite a few of them. That's exactly. Right. If John Ricky got on TV and was like, "Y'all got to support me, or no yeah. more Madden." What? What if? What if that? <laughs> y'all got that Madden. <laughs> y'all won't. Y'all won't. Never got that Madden. Never again. <laughs> you all. You all have to charge and try to defeat the the United States military, or I won't make you another football video game. <laughs> how many, Priorities, how many man. People worldwide like uh, EA games more than they like the United States. Like, like, what if we've got, What if we're talking about people in Europe? Like, would we get? What if you get FIFA, FIFA in FIFA. there. It's like, yeah, no more yeah. FIFA. Yeah. Y'all won't never got that FIFA, never again. You don't get on over here. So our first civil war was over states' rights, and our second civil war is over Madden? Yes. <laughs> it will yeah. be decided by Madden. I don't know if we'll really be fighting over Madden. And then John Ricky T will be, will be president. Right. So all this oh, talk wait, about are violence. We deciding, are we now asking who would win a game of Madden between John Ricky and Joe Biden? I don't think that that's been asked yet, no. No, uh, but I think I that's what you John Rigatello would definitely win that. Yeah, John <laughs> Rigatello plays video games. Uh, Joe, Joe Biden, right. I actually know, does not. So yeah. that's Joe Biden wouldn't not. have to join the John Ricky team. That's good. Joe Biden doesn't know anything about video games. He had to <laughs> no call. double jeopardy. That would be really <laughs> awkward. Right, he'd have to fight against himself. <laughs> he'd be like, stop hitting yourself, Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <Joe> Biden. <laughs> I don't want to Madden. His kids would probably... Does he have kids? His kids are probably like 50. Yeah. <laughs> His children are just beating him up. Sorry, Dad. I've been playing Madden since age 45 when it came out. Uh, well, I, 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 I think yeah. we plucked this uh, flower... Yeah. And wait a minute, wait a minute. The entire yeah, NFL would also be on John Ricky's team. Oh, whoa, I had not even <laughs> considered that. That's true. They, okay. they don't automatically have guns, and the military does. Yeah, have you seen those guys in the uh, the NFL? They can they could probably stop a truck with their foreheads, a lot of wow. those guys. They, they can get shot. They can take at least 12, 15 bullets. So our ultimate uh, answer end. is one-on-one -on -one Joe Biden in an all-out civil war, maybe John Ricky. Right, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Number four. Which what? modern popular musical artists would make the best transition into game music composition? Oh, man. Do they still make music? That's almost like a really good question. Yeah, they still do make music. That's almost think, like a really I, good question. <laughs> I think I think uh, I think there could be a 3D platform game with Justin Bieber as the main character, starring Justin Bieber, voiced by Justin Bieber with music mm -hmm. by him. And, but does, uh, does he compose music? Billions and yeah, yeah, he makes his own music. I didn't know that. He's uh he's one of those talented people that Yeah, he like actually has he actually does have musical talent. Okay. He's not like a yeah. manufactured. I mean, he's still Justin Bieber, but he's not he like He started as a uh, as like a kid Brady on Spears YouTube. Yeah. With a guitar, right? He was just a kid mm -hmm. on YouTube playing a guitar, singing his own songs that he wrote like himself. Piano and stuff. 
And then uh, some guy goes, ooh, and uh, gives him a bunch of money and flies him over to Hollywood and turns him into a billionaire. Mm-hmm. I think I think he could make some video game music and then become a billion dollar billion dollar guy. I have this really weird fantasy about uh, the Japanese band Zazen Boys doing music for a Super Mario 64 like game with the uh, mm-hmm. the main character being the uh, the lead singer of the band because he makes a lot of neat vocal noises. And I would like I'm to sure Keita Takahashi would be interested in doing that. He yeah, loves he, that band. Oh, does he? Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know he liked uh, he was down with those guys. I should have uh, no, he was uh, the first, the very first time I ever interviewed him, which was at a GDC in San Jose. So it was definitely quite a while ago. Um, it was the last one that was in San Jose, I think. I asked him what bands he was listening to, and he said Zazen Boys. But he's like, but nobody in Japan even knows them yet because it was their first album was just out or whatever. Man, they still don't even like them over there. I, I had Zazen Boys' first album, like the the second it came out, I was pumping it. I should have hung out with Keita Takahashi round about then. I could have, uh, you know, I could yeah. really. Kurt, you, you, you like music. What do you think? I could really uh, hung, hung out. Um, well, I think there's a lot of things that it would be that I would like to have uh, be the soundtrack for games. Um, did you guys play the Skrillex game? Oh, God. No, is there, there is one? one? Yeah. Was he, like, actually game. hired a guy to make one. I hate it, that. Oh, that's cool. No, no, okay, so... <laughs> the game's kind of neat, actually. I'm, yeah, I'm okay it's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, it's the dude who made the Perfect Strangers game, that, like, mm, really yeah. funny, weird, like, browser thing. And it's another browser game, and it's this kind of, like, Zelda-y deal. And it's, yeah, it's not bad. And the music's kind of cool. Uh, considering that Skrillex, like, really likes video games, for some reason hired this guy to, to make... Uh, like, I don't know exactly how it went down, but to make a Skrillex game... That then you know, and it's like there's like a glitch on the Nintendo cartridge, and you go into the Zelda game because it's all glitched out, and then the music. I thought that was kind of cool. Like, dubstep and is a cancer. Up anyway. Well, right, and so it's easy to hate on dubstep, and it's everywhere, and like, yeah, it right. is pretty easy to hate on it. Uh, it sure is. But you the, know, like, uh, I actually was surprised by how kind of neat the whole thing was, and it wasn't just like stupid bro, like you know, the Far Cry Three trailer yeah. and shit. Like it was like pretty beautiful and a lot of like cool, like just kind of retro pixel art and stuff. I think I'm probably a pretty cool person, and I can admit that uh, uh, Skrillex's dubstep is not as bad as all the other dubstep. It's fine. Well, his is now the template for all the other dubstep. So. Hey, guys. Yeah. hey, guys, you know what you call a platformer about dubstep? What? Dub what jump. <laughs> dub oh, I thought you were going to say something about a drop. Dub jump? Yeah, that would have been pretty drop. good. Could have put a drop in there. Yeah, I think that... Oh, well. There should be another another David Bowie game. I don't really like his music, but I just want him to be in more weird media. Yeah, to have that, another, to have that weird uh, stuff in there. Um, Omicron. Yeah, I'd, I'd right, play man. a Ziggy Stardust. I would like more, mm-hmm. more weird uh, noise bands and stuff. Yeah, no, lightning I think bolt. That, I would play a I lightning the bolt video thing, game. Yeah, you already have from Max Payne Three. It was amazing. Lightning bolt video game. Well, what health thing? The yeah. the band Health did the music for Max Payne Three, and it was very like. It wasn't Man, bullshit. I, like it was really cool. Like they really did. It was sounded like them, and, uh, and it was like one of health the health is pretty good. Yeah, I, I saw like that, those man. guys uh, w- perform for twenty people at the Lobot Gallery in Oakland, and because I bought two of their seven inches, they were able to drive to their next gig because then they could afford gas. <laughs> well, nice. They're that good was a different live, but I heard they're super now. good live. <laughs> they are, but that was yeah. like many years ago. Oh, they okay, had like no fans they at that really, time. Uh, well before Rockstar discovered them. Yeah. 
I uh, yeah, I, I would. I was gonna say I would play a Final Fantasy game with battle themes by the band Boris. I think that would be cool. Mm. I think uh, David Byrne could make a pretty cool, weird video game soundtrack. Yeah, I would play that. Talking I'd hang out game. with David Byrne. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What about uh, man? Yeah, it's like almost uh, too good of a question. I think I think Justin Bieber, the platform game, is probably the one that would make billions of dollars. Right. Especially if it were for the iOS and you had to mm-hmm. shake your iPad a lot. It would definitely make a lot of money. I don't know whether it would be good or listenable or, or any fun, but it'd be good. I'd play a the, Janelle Monet game. That'd be pretty The cool. uh, Taylor Swift game would kind of be like Scott Pilgrim in reverse, where you fight all of your own ex-boyfriends. Right, right, right. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. That would be good. I would play uh, like a game where 50 Cent is uh, shooting dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'd play that. That game yeah, was that... not as fun as everyone said it was going to be. Well, no, no, yeah, I, I never played it, actually. Everyone's mind was just blown that it was like a regular video game and not some sort of... Which one did you play, Brandon? Blood in the Sand. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's not like a fantastic, spectacular video game, but it's it's the modern-day Elvis movie, what it is. Yeah, it kind of sure. is, isn't it? It was, it was just competent. Oh. It's pretty good. I, I have my question ready, if you guys would like to hear my question. Sure, uh, do it. Go for it. Okay. Okay, it, it's a multi-part-ish question, but I'm going to start it out. Uh, if, if you had to have uh, one video game character uh, haircut, and uh, like, what would it be? Um, <laughs> this is good. This is something Tim and I were talking about on Twitter. And, and, and then the other part of the question is, uh, what, what video game haircut would you most like your ideal significant other to have? Oh man, bayonetta! I would want my ideal <laughs> yeah. other. That's, that's hunting. That's not fair. A bayonetta that's... and B bayonetta. That's right. Yeah. You want you want to be bayonetta? You no, want... I, I want my hair to be squall. I'm gonna go uh, Nathan Drake for me, and then bonk for my significant other. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that I I would like my significant other to have a Princess Peach haircut. Nice. It, particularly the Paper Mario Princess Peach, because it's just so big. <laughs> you know, you remember that episode of Seinfeld where where George is asking Jerry about the woman that he's being set up with on a blind date, and he's like, "Wait, he's like, I, when you put your hand in the hair, is it easy to get it out?" And Jerry goes, "Do you want to get it out?" And he goes, "I'd like to get it out." And he goes, "You'll be fine." Like, I, I don't think you. I, I imagine you wouldn't be able to get it out of Princess Peach's hair very easily. I don't want that. She's going to shed all over your house. I, uh, <laughs> they're, they're, I've got, I mean, I don't know if any of you have ever had a lady live in your house for a significant amount of time. No, that's they the drop, grossest thing, to have somebody live in my house. Why would they, I do they, that? They drop their long hairs everywhere, and, and it's like you think you sweep up, and then you think they're gone, and there's just like five attached to your sleeve. No, there's no like you gotta, Wait, Brandon, you, you, you were not leather tassel. You are not currently speaking about a romantic interest, are you? Oh, uh, no. I'm not. <laughs> I have a family member living in my house. You have a family member living in your house. What's the deal with that? How does that even happen? How do you Sometimes get a family? Sometimes people have families. That's, that's hey, weird, man. What? If I picked a, uh, for my significant other, the haircut of the female Commander Shepard, does that mean that Bioware fans would get to vote on what haircut she has? 
I think so. That's yeah. terrifying. Or maybe, you know, I think they would have already voted, and that you just get that one red haircut that they picked. Here, here's a question, Jeffy. What planet is your significant other from? That, that's a good question. If she's yeah. from the gay planet, then this is probably not going to work. It's going to be a really hard relationship for you, I think. <laughs> you have a real uphill, uphill battle. Yeah. I, I, you have a lot to overcome, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think some people on planet gay are bi. There's probably some of them, yeah. maybe. But I think. Do you think probably, that there are any straight characters on the gay planet, like that are just uh, hanging out? <laughs> the last, you know, like kind of like the last straight man on the I've, gay planet. I've hung out in the Castro on purpose before. Yeah, the Castro is great. My yeah. my question, when as soon as I heard about this planet, was um, how does procreation work? Do they have a solution for that? It's the future, man. It's Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Star Wars could, is yeah. One of the movies in Star Wars is called Attack of the Clones. Clones oh, is right. the name. Yeah, well, Brandon. Brandon, you, Brandon, you, you expect you, me to remember the name of a Star Wars movie? Brandon, you, uh, you're pretty embarrassing to this whole podcast. <laughs> Good. About not knowing that. Um, I'm anyways, very happy so we to were, be embarrassing. We're talking yeah. about video game haircuts is what we're talking about. You know, yeah. I, so. What video game haircut would you have, Kirk Hamilton? Well, we were talking about this. I don't know. That's kind of a that's kind of a, a tough choice, but um, I do like I do like Dante's hair in the new it, Devil. That Nature. is that is a really good haircut. It's a hell of a haircut. Good. It's pretty it's a, sweet because it does that thing in the back where it like pulls down to a kind of mohawk, but it's like not a mohawk up front. So that's a pretty quality haircut. I got one of those. It's a dart. Yeah, it doesn't look like it right now though. Oh, yeah, no, it doesn't. It's not up right now, but the back of it yeah. is actually doing right. Oh, you got something oh like that. so you're already, you're kind of you're looking you're rocking like so that's who Brandon looks like. Looks like Dante. I've already got the Dante. <laughs> actually, people said yeah. that. It looks like yeah. punk rock uh, Niles Crane. Actually, yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> I would have at to. At least I'm smart. This new Dante. Yeah, right, so Kirk, Brandon, your significant others, Kirk. What's your significant uh, other have? I've always have thought that um, Kate Archer from the No One Lives Forever franchise. Oh man, that uh, is a very classy, that's a pretty great good haircut. haircut. That's like that's quite a video game haircut. So, um, and I also I'm having a hard time like separating the haircut from the woman, and she's one of my favorite like game ladies ever. So uh, I would game I would ladies. Also, I would also want my girlfriend to maybe be. Kate Archer, but you know, maybe maybe that's going, <laughs> you know maybe that's going not, too far that's down. That's not possible, into the, Kirk Hamilton. That's that's not possible. She's not a real not person. Real. Is that what you're going to say? Sorry, real, real to me. I want to change my answer to a real one. Okay, go uh, ahead. Bonk was pretty good, though. Bonk was yeah. pretty good. I hung out with a bald girl a whole bunch once. It was great. I just remembered that I like the haircut of the protagonist in Product Number Three. Oh, mm. I would that's pick a, uh, the protagonist in Mirror's Edge. Oh, oh yeah, she's got a good haircut. Yeah, yeah really cool. A little, a little weird, a little asymmetrical. I like that. Mm-hmm. I can, yeah, I can hang out with that. Faith. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I like, I like nice. Bonk's hair. Yeah, sure. <laughs> now that I keep thinking <laughs> about it. Have any of you guys ever shaved your head bald? Oh yeah, Jaffe probably has. I'm not allowed to. Entire body. Yeah, Jaffe's not allowed to let a blade touch his body. Yeah, really? I, I gotta keep the sideburns anyway. If I wanted to shave my whole head except the sideburns, I could do that. Uh, but that would be a pretty weird look. Yeah, that would be pretty weird. Yeah. But so wait, who's Kirk Hamilton? You've shaved your head bald. Before. Yeah, I've shaved my going? arms and legs too. I was a swimmer in high school, so I shaved the was whole it? like with, with a bick. Like I like, oops, oh, sorry. Wow. I like really shaved it like a space uh, marine. I, I was going to ask yeah, if it was for a bonk themed Halloween party. <laughs> no, we did a bonk themed uh, thing after the swim meet. Uh, <laughs> it, it was probably nice. it was to increase. Did you swim? Did you chew your way up a waterfall? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was one of our training training like over, over the summer. We would go out to waterfalls. And, 
you got to waggle your feet well, really hard while you do it, so the training, uh, the, yeah, the right. swimming training, will come in handy there. Yeah, right, right. It's mostly right. in the shoulders. Uh, well, that was a waterfall. Yeah, we had a good time with that one, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. that was a good one. Yeah. Good question. Excellent. Let's do that again. Yeah. <laughs> X and Y were revealed as the titles for the latest iterations of the Pokemon franchise, mm-hmm. opening the schema to a world beyond colors and metals. With this yeah. in mind, what would you title future Pokemon games? Pokemon Coffee and Pokemon Whiskey. That's well, next to <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were so ready. <laughs> you just had that one right there. <laughs> I did. Oh, man. That was great. I'm not I, even going to follow that up. Okay, Pokemon Coffee, I, Pokemon, Pokemon Coke, Pokemon Pepsi. Pokemon Coke, Pokemon, Pepsi. Pokemon, 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 Pokemon Manual, and Pokemon Automatic. So you, you know how there are two really big uh, demographics for that Pokemon series? Yeah. yeah. So you'd have... Uh, They're pretty big, po- yes. You'd have Pokemon... Ten-year-old and Pokemon thirty-five-year-old. Well, which one do you think the thirty-five-year-olds are going to buy, Brandon? The one with lots of boobs in it. They're going to have to buy Pokemon Gold and Pokemon. No, they're going to buy the ten-year-old one. No, they're not because they're going to feel like a steez. I'm going to tell you guys something. They're going to walk in with their My Little Pony shirt on. And they're going to buy the 10 year Care Bears. They're coming no, to Care Bears. I know so many dudes that like that like that Pokemon that are not that way at all. I, uh, I I only ever interface with or think about video games to remember when I was a 10-year-old. So right. I'm going to have to go ahead and tell you. Okay. Well, then, would, so would, would the Pokemon t- 10-year-old one be for you, or would the 35-year-old one be for you? Because Well, I'm only 34. Oh, no, so. no, I know. Okay, okay. That but was like, a good uh, joke. That was a good joke. <laughs> the Pokemon, I mean, are we the old one. Are we to the Pokemorph fetish community? No. Nice. No. I, would yeah, like to right. not, I would like to not take them into account if that's possible. <laughs> that's a, all right. Grant. Just do that. <laughs> sure. Let's not take them into account at all. Well, let's we'll take them into account yeah. later. I would say Pokemon, Pokemon XXX and Pokemon, Pokemon YYY. Pokemon Wrench, Pokemon Screwdriver. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Pokemon. Pokemon Bicycle, Pokemon Automobile. Well, no, that's not. Is fair. that the, is that one the is clearly that? better than the other? But I right. mean, they've uh, it depends they've established on like. that in the fact by doing gold and silver, where gold is de facto better than silver. But uh, well, not better. But you can yeah, I, don't, you I wouldn't can say that ride a bike in Pokemon. Than... There are no cars in Pokemon. Are there, there, there cars? cars? There are. You push there it to cars. Mew or Mewtwo. That's a truck, Frank. Oh. <laughs> There should, there I said automobile. He did say a automobile. truck is also an automobile, Jaffy. Yes. Yeah. Pokemon nice. Toyota, Pokemon Honda. Yeah, there you like go. Pokemon, Pokemon Junkie, Honda Pokemon Wino. Pokemon E-Honda, Pokemon Dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon, or- uh, Pokemon Orca, Pokemon Dolphin. <laughs> I think that in, in honor of the Spanish-speaking community, they should continue with the pirate versions that I saw in uh, Korea and China. There was a Pokemon Naranja. Oh, yeah. It's orange. I would play that. I'd play that. And there was play- some other one that had a crazy quest name. I need to return of... Let me see if I can find it. Pokemon Juice, Pokemon Soft Drink. Can we have Pokemon, Pokemon, Mon- Pokemon Monsana? Pokemon Apple, Pokemon Orange. That, that, that's actually... Yeah, that's Pokemon, actually a good one. If, if Pokemon embraces the current naming conventions, I guess it would be... Uh, Pokemon Vengeance and Pokemon Revelations. Pokemon Grape, Pokemon, Pokemon Rising. It would be Pokemon yeah. Rising. Yeah. Pokemon no, that would Pokemon be the third Rising. one. That would be like Pokemon, Pokemon Revolution. Pokemon Rising, Pokemon Revolution. You, you, Pokemon know, you, Revolution. Know they, you know they've given up when they do Pokemon A and B. 
<laughs> Pokemon <laughs> one. I feel like the Wii, they're going to make a Wii U one that's yeah. Pokemon U, so they can have uh, Pokemon U and Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon U too. Pokemon U V. Pokemon U two. Yeah. Yeah. Pokemon U two. So they can have U V and W. W would be the expansion. W. So X Y Z is obviously they're going to do all three dimensions because it's in three D, right? You get all the three ones. X Y Z might be like the remake that puts them both together. Sort of. So we should technically be thinking of three things: so Pokemon Coffee, Pokemon Tea, Pokemon Whiskey, right? Sure. You know what? I'm surprised because you're drinking. Wouldn't it be? They're all caffeinated. So coffee, tea, and five-hour energy drink. Yeah. Five-hour energy drink. Pokemon five-hour energy drink would be the one that would tie them all together. That would be the uh, the Wii U one. The that would be the name of the. And and the mascot Pokemon would be a Red Bull of some sort. (laughs) Of course. Right. Right. I want to throw in uh, Pokemon Hippo and Pokemon Hobo. (laughs) Yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I got I got some some Pokemon pirates that I that I saw in Korea. I think I think Pokemon grape and Pokemon broccoli is the best. I <laughs> got a Pokemon darker version, which is pretty uh-huh. good. And also, good. But my version? personal favorite, that- Pokemon Frigo Returns. <laughs> oh, that Frigo! He just came right back. Frigo? Who's Frigo? I don't well, know, he was but he gone, came but now he's back. Frigo is returning. That's a little <laughs> like Frigo Rising. I could see Frigo yeah. Rising being a good one. A Frigo okay, Vengeance, Mom. Frigo Judgment. Pokemon, Pokemon Judgment. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I'd play Pokemon Judgment, where you've got to execute Pokemon. <laughs> oh, I thought that would be the uh, crappy fighting game spinoff. I don't. I don't think you could even hang a Pikachu. Do you think you could? I don't think you could hang a Pikachu. Doesn't really I have think, a neck. Yeah, there's. You'd have to pull the noose like really tight, and then he'd just be kind of swinging, kind of hanging there, <laughs> hang, hanging by the ears, I guess. Be having a good time and going Pika over and over again. I mean, the whole kinda... premise of the show is trying to get that Pikachu, and uh, they haven't done it yet. And it's gone on for hundreds of episodes. I'm it's pretty like, sure it's, it's been unforgettable. Like, been like 50 years or something, and yeah. he's still following this thing around. This Isn't he in like every episode? What, what are you talking about? First of all, Pikachu's androgynous. Well, what is is he? Did they, ever reveal, po- did they ever reveal po- Pikachu's gender? I think there was a Pikachu love interest in some early episode that was certainly designated as female. Uh, what? But Pikachu's voice is clearly female. Yeah, that's a well, cop-out. Yeah. Yeah, well, so uh, I once knew a girl who uh, sounded just like Pikachu. In Japan, that's the end of the story. I'm not gonna. <laughs> that's a pretty good story. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was interesting. She, she, she was her this... vocabulary similar? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It was very similar. She just when said Sugoi. Cre- when yes. God Hand Creators Clover Studio was disbanded, Platinum Games arose to take its place. How is yeah, it doing yeah. so far? Cl- mm-hmm. Platinum. Well, that Metal Gear uh, Solid Five. Or whatever it is, Metal Gear Solid 4.2 Rising, Raiden's Revengeance, or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. That game comes out on February 19th, right? Okay. I think because I know that because uh, I'm gonna actually, you know, that's the first game in a long time that I've decided I'm gonna actually email somebody about getting a free copy of. Mm-hmm. Like instead of just waiting for them to offer me one. Um, <laughs> I, I did buy I, myself Anarchy Reigns last week, having myself a time with that. Anarchy Reigns, yeah, that's by the Clover Studios. Is that by, wait, that's not Clover, that's by Platinum Games. Yeah, yeah that's by Platinum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it looks uh, ropey. It looks I've ropey. heard sort of mixed things on it. I don't know, I haven't played it. It's I have multiple. definitely not been interested in any Platinum game that has been released. I bought, oh, I bought, I bought Vanquish, wow. but they haven't, 
They haven't really. Lived, I don't feel like they've really uh, lived up to the. But I didn't like Clover that much, except for Godhead. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna so interrupt. You didn't like Bayonetta. I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt this entire train of thought just Tear it. horribly right Stop now. Stop that train! I'm because, ready. Because uh, we were talking about pirate game names, and I was trying to remember my favorite one, and I found it. <laughs> okay, you ready? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah we're ready. Um, I'm gonna tell you what this. Well, should I tell you the name first, or what it actually is, and what they screwed up? Tell us what it is. And I think you're hard, okay, the actual game it was a bootleg of the Game Boy Advance game Barbie Secret Agent Royal Jewels. Okay. I want it. And, oh, and, my sister had that game. And, okay, great. Hot. So she, you might like the uh, pirate version better. They printed a box for this and everything. Secret Agent Royal Jew. <laughs> <laughs> nice! <laughs> That's what your sister should have been playing. <laughs> I oh, think it should be. Yeah. So I'm anyway, gonna, Platinum yeah. Games. Uh, Platinum ahead, Games. Uh, I would say, so far, they're doing more like kind of uh, a Sterling Silver Games, I would say. And uh, they might graduate to almost gold games by the time Your <laughs> Solid Rising Revengeance comes out. I haven't played anything from them that I would call platinum. Have they sold anything that is sold? What is what is the video game industry standard for a platinum seller? Yeah, do we have that? I don't think we I have gold. Platinum. Uh, Xbox no, had the, yeah. Xbox 360 had the the platinum series. In yeah, Japan. I mean. They- but it makes... Bullet Witch was on the Platinum series, and that game sold 13,000 copies. <laughs> Bullet Witch. Yeah, it, it, it makes uh, the whole Platinum Games thing, like, when they made that company name, they didn't realize that that sounds like a budget game seller in, in yeah. Western countries. Like, it totally sounds like, I, sounds I, like value plus games. I like it as a game name because I yeah, like... Yeah, I don't play. get that from it. I like I like tr- I like Treasure as a game company. I think that's a a good. Well, yeah, game that's much better than Platinum Games. It is. Yeah, uh, Platinum is like the designation of of better than gold, though. You know? Like even in in like Sony like trophies yeah, and stuff. Yeah, Platinum but who who, who does know, everybody that? Everybody wants in, that one when selling games, except for people that are trying to over like sound better than they are. Like they're like, no, we're better uh, than gold. We're the best, right. and we're, that's right. why it's always like. It, it says that they are committed to excellence is what I think they would justify it as. But uh, anyway, I was going to ask, and this is actually a serious question. Kirk Hamilton, you might know this since mm. you uh, work for a large video game blog, but does Metal Gear Rising Revengeance have a platinum trophy? That was a joke. I don't actually want the answer <laughs> to that question. I bet it does. Do all Shh. platinum games have a platinum trophy? Most likely. Yeah. Nice. That's a good question. Nice. So I think Metal Gear Rising Revengeance looks like a, a really stupid, fun time, and I have been over uh, Metal Gear Solid BS since like 45 minutes into Metal Gear Solid 2 back in 2001, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm still, I'm going to play that game and probably shriek like a like a stomped hyena. <laughs> but, uh... Huh. But I don't I don't know what's uh what's up with them as a game company. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking for a report card here regarding how Platinum's doing so. Well, far. all right. I mean, I, I are, really give like us a list Bayonetta. Of I, I get the sense that you guys all don't like Bayonetta. Is that what I'm? I like the here? action. I like, I like the action of Bayonetta. I like the feel and the. I feel like the, there's a lot of like, oh, I'm over Bayonetta. It sucks. I thought that game was fucking yeah. awesome. Like, yeah, I just, I maybe that's just me. Hey, here is a list of a lot of the, awesome stuff about. Here is a list it. of platinum games in sequence: Mad okay. World, Infinite Mad World. Space. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's let's comment on them one at a time. Mad World, 
blows. Yes. Mad yeah, World was like, it, like I played it for like once you get past the five minutes, you're like, cool, that's an interesting prototype. That well, they be. sure right. made it's, that. Yeah, and then it just yeah. keeps going. Right. They sure put that in a box there, yeah. so that one gets a thumbs down. Next one, Infinite, Infinite Space. Space. Much better game than anybody gives it credit for. Much Very bigger. interesting battle system. Uh, yeah, the problem is in a box. it's it's got too much anime in it. Like too much anime. That, that really was a de- to its detriment. It had a lot of like like fiddly twelve year old girl story stuff in it. When I really wanted it to be more of a hard space thing, but I think that those guys are. I mean, that, that, that that nude maker company, which is what who did most of the design on that thing. Those they guys are pretty smart. That company so. name. Yeah, they, should, they really should. But they made I mean, Arrowgate too. So, so are we going to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? I'm going to give that one a thumbs, thumbs up. Okay. What about you, Frank? Have you played Infinite Space? Do you know what it is? I don't. Even, I don't even know what it is. No. It's a DS RPG. It's kind of cool. I guess. Okay. Then uh, thumbs so up. Guess, sure. We we, we have, have two we thumbs have, up. Okay. So. Two thumbs up. One up. Side to side. Uh, I'll give thumbs up. up. We're okay. at the six minute mark, but I think we should one up this. Keep going. Yeah, yeah let's, let's do one up. Let's do it. Bayonetta. Okay. Bayonetta, I would give a thumbs up, even though I hate the aesthetic, I hate the story. I like I like mm. the technical aspect and I like the feeling of it. Uh, yeah. The writing sounds like like it was uh, it was executed by by a typewriter that had been dropped off the Eiffel Tower, right? Mm. Uh, there's it's it's it seems like it was written by six year olds, like really really fat ones, mm. right? Like. Uh, so I, I don't like that aspect of it, but it feels nice. It's got a good system. System's tied up. It's got a whole bunch of telegraphs that are neat. Uh, the enemies kind of behave neatly. I'm trying to imagine the dialogue written by fat six-year-olds, and all I can think is, like, Mommy says if I'm good, I get a Lunchables. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and I'd really like to play Bayonetta with that dialogue. There are I was a lot hoping more. to have a cupcake before, but then they said I couldn't have a cupcake, and there's, then I was really sad about it. Frank, there's a lot of six-year-olds in the United States who are no strangers to the F word, is what I'm saying. Mm. Mm. So, so imagine some, one of those. Just some random six-year-old in the United States. Yeah, and then the mother doesn't bother reprimanding what because he's fat, you know? Yeah. yeah. He doesn't like you a bad game. Yeah. So Maybe what if are we I give him a cupcake. What are we giving Bayonetta? I got a thumbs up. Oh, I definitely give Bayonetta. Thumbs up. Yep. I have a thumb sideways, and uh, the the sideways is just because um it, my girlfriend's hair is is Bayonetta hair apparently. Pre- All right. Pre- That's pre- hot. Pre- oh, okay. pre- girlfriend. <laughs> Vanquish. Vanquish. Uh, I would give a thumb sideways too. Sideways I, I, for sure. Yeah, I like uh, mm-hmm. I like the idea of the game. I like the idea. Guys, of are we really allowed to give thumbs sideways? Like everybody just gave Vanquish thumbs sideways. What the hell is that? I, I would I would call I like the emoticon for Vanquish would be colon then the line thing. Right, uh, I would okay. give just, Bayonetta just a sideways. thumbs upward diagonal, which is halfway okay. between up and sideways. Too much articulation. Uh, too much right. articulation. What are, you, what are you guys giving uh, Vanquish? I'd give it a thumb sideways. 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 sideways I'm, giving, sure. I'm giving it a shrug. Yeah. So that's a thumb sideways. sideways. Yeah. I, I like the... And, uh, and what's the last one? Anarchy Reigns is the most recent game. I haven't played it. I'd give that a thumbs uh, sideways. Tim, you haven't played it yet. So, I've played the demo of it. So the answer to how's Platinum Games doing so far is a thumb sideways. It actually okay, seems like Platinum Games was doing better and now they're doing worse. So that you know the thing is, 
just based on what we just said. They are holding up to the legacy of Clover because that is exactly like Clover made a couple bad games and then they also made God Hand. So like that Mm. seems they made and then they made a game like Okami, which had a neat aesthetic and was just kind of I don't know what the word is, but creatively bankrupt. I think Mm -hmm. outside of the aesthetic, bankrupt to a point where it's like you know get out of town. You know, pack your bags, get on a bus already. Change your name. And And they did. And they did. That's what they did. So I would say Metal Gear Rising Revengeance could be a really great fun action time. Yeah, I want to get that game. Or it it I mean, it's, it seems all right, like the part that I played of it. I, I have the whole game. Or it could be, I was going to say, the electronic entertainment equivalent of a flaming pile of tires. Sure. Yeah. I have <laughs> never played a Metal Gear game before, and I'm interested in Revengeance. Nah, don't yeah. do it. Okay. Well, it's not a Metal I mean, it's not a Metal yeah, Gear Not really. Those games are like dumb. There are yeah. gears in it, and they are made of metal. Next question. Can we have Next another question? Next ready. question is a really broad one. What's the uh, best like pow- What's the best power-up in a video game? Man, oh, what? Yeah. Wow. That's a good question. The best power-up in a video game is, uh, I like games that don't have power-ups, mm-hmm. that don't right. give you artificial rewards. You can start God... I think the best use of power-ups is God Hand, where you can spend in-game money to buy new attacks that have, the, that have a different number of animation frames or a faster speed or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like I, that's my favorite model of power ups, but uh, I like how you can start God Hand with just the, the the starting setup and never change it and still beat the game. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna give kind of a wanky answer, but I think I might actually believe it. Uh, the, it. Power, the power pills in Pac Man, because hmm. you got you got this game where you're entirely helpless and you're just being chased by these invincible things and you can't do anything. But as soon as soon as you get this power up, you turn the tides completely, if only for a moment. And, it, uh, it changes the, the dynamic. It changes the dynamic. Did you play, champion, did you play a Championship Edition DX? Yeah, I uh, no, I, I didn't. Where you get this huge train of like oh, yeah. like a, like seventy ghosts following you, and then you hit one and just turn around and just cream them all. It's unbelievable. Get, yeah. Guess what? I liked that game when I first played it, and mm-hmm. now I prefer the old Championship. Really, really. I haven't yeah. played it in a while. I've I've loved that game, but I haven't the, played the it. Ghost, the Ghost Train thing is kind of gimmicky. Like yeah, I can see it getting a little old. Like it's not, yeah, and then yeah. every level is just like now you got to eat a Ghost Train here. Right. <laughs> is it, right. it going to be a, a, a bit? A bit what? You're not going to say this is going to be. Button. This is going to be counter to to the things that I have said before. But I think probably one of the best power ups is the the fireball in Super Mario Brothers because um, the first time you get that, like if you don't know about it in advance, then it's it's kind of like holy crap! All I could do is step on people's heads before, but now I'm a projectile wielding maniac like that. Yeah. It really just changes up your whole idea about what that game can be after you get that flower. And it goes at such a weird angle, and it uses the same button as the run button. So you have to yeah. let go of the run button to press it and then keep it held down. kind of mm-hmm. adds a, a stick shift sort of feel mm-hmm. to the game. It kind of right, well, makes I'm it gonna, a whole different game. I'm going to say the um, that, I don't know if this is actually my favorite, but I do really like this power-up, that in Half-Life 2, uh, okay. at the end of that game, this thing happens, right, where your... Um, 
your gravity gun is the only weapon that you have, and it gets zapped by this thing, and it becomes this incredibly powerful weapon. Where before, you know, it was you could use it as a weapon if you were really creative, but then during that last level, you just wreak havoc and you destroy these guys who used to kill you using only the gravity gun. Well, and, is that a power up, or is that just your weapon in that? Second? No, but it's the weapon becomes powered up, so it's like you're. It becomes like you can pull guys from across the room and throw them and like kill them. Like it's definitely a power up. Like, I'm gonna say a permanent like, within the narrative of the game. That's a power up, but by design yeah. perspective, there's no way to be non powered. I see a power up as an alternative to normal play. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. Well, what I, uh, that's just a permanently scripted thing. Yeah, you know, there's, there's mm-hmm. not. Yeah. But you don't think that because it enhances something that you've that you've had the entire game, it counts that just, as a that, to up. me that's another weapon that's not a power up. Yeah. Uh, mm. But mm. maybe I, I can I could see the other side though. That is an interesting distinction that we just kind of drew though. That's more yeah, interesting. No, I mean, than it, no question. <laughs> I could see yeah, I could probably. see the argument about Thanks it, but um, um, I don't know. I, I think of power ups as something that takes the the basic way you play the game and then changes it. Yeah, and I guess it's tied to a certain level in the game, all right. But like, you know, you could go play other parts of Half Life with that powered up weapon too. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with Kirk Hamilton here. I think that a like a a new weapon or like a a powered up version of a weapon is yeah. basically a power up because like in it's not like you have normal power ups in first person shooters or something like that. Right. Like you you get you get an overshield in in uh, in Halo, but but really a power-up is more like a laser sword in Halo because yeah, it has true. changed what you're doing and uh, mm-hmm. and makes you more powerful in a certain way while also making you vo- more vulnerable in another. But the difference I, I, between I, the laser sword and the powered-up gravity gun is that you always go through that powered-up gravity gun segment with the powered-up gravity gun, whereas you could go through Halo without ever picking up an energy. So is it yeah, important so the part of gravity gun is what we're saying it, then is that a power-up needs to be optional in order to be a yes. power-up? Okay, okay, by, yeah, by sure. your logic, if there's a game where there's a level where you jump in a car, that car's now a power-up. A power well, you know, but I think, like, I mean, okay, what, I, what I understand about? the argument, but, like, it's something about the way that, the fact that you've had the gravity gun the entire time, yeah, you know, the gravity it's, it's gun like, itself changes, like, okay, is what a about, little what bit. If you always had a car and then you had a sports everywhere. car. Yeah, yeah, yeah which, well, I was going to say, what about cars right. in Grand Theft Auto? You can get a bad car, you can ride a taxi, or you can right, and get you can a really fast car. where they put you in a car that has machine guns. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, there's an argument about it. So it's I still want to say that my, my point is I think power-ups are just in general disingenuous. I like how you get a gun in Out of This World, and it has multiple settings. It can fire a bullet, it can make a shield, or it can fire an extra supercharged-up bullet that can destroy a shield in one hit. And uh, you can do all three of those things just by holding the button and letting go. And the the power-up is uh, that you power up. The player powers up. So you get good enough <laughs> to, to make a shield. You are the power-up. I think games... No, I, actually, I, I hear that. I think, I think that power-ups are just kind of disingenuous, and it's just mm-hmm. like... They uh, they use words, you know. I've heard them use them, like uh, player engagement, you know, increase the whatever. More like player <laughs> enragement. Yeah. <laughs> Next topic: Why okay. does Capcom hate Mega Man? Oh because man! Because they hate Inafune. Is why they yeah. they're, they're mad at Inafune for leaving. And you really so think that that's it? You think there's actually like they want to pretend they want to pretend that they never needed him. Is yeah. what they want to yeah. do. Yeah. And mm-hmm. guess what, guys? That guy made 
That guy made you guys. <laughs> it's true. That guy, God darn, he he opened up his pants one day and pulled you guys out, Capcom. Okay, <laughs> that's what that's what Inafune did. That guy's a god darn master. It's true. You know? Guy's a god darn genius. I actually yeah. think Brandon's correct. Um, like, granted, that Mega Man game they canceled uh, was really terrible, but um, mm-hmm. what was it called? Mega Man Universe? Is that what it was mm-hmm. called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looked pretty pretty bad. It mm-hmm. felt really wrong and I couldn't quite grasp why. It was it was I think it floppy. It was it was floppy, I think yeah. is a good word. They're just trying to mess with his kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh no, I I actually do think it's a part of it. I think I think there's some some personal animosity that's preventing further Mega Man games. Mm. Yeah, I mean the the last Mega Man game that they released quote unquote released was a repackaging of a fan game like that that yeah. says something to me what mega man versus street fighter yeah yeah that that game looks okay uh <laughs> <laughs> it looks fine but it's 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 just like i don't know can they could they have a character that people really love that's and care about that, and that's the thing that all they can do is like make him fat and put him in street fighter cross tekken as a joke right. and everybody yeah. freaks out and like loves that Shit. Like it's like there are so many people who will even go crazy for that stuff that I don't get. Like that the animosity would be that you know that they get, strong. Yeah. They turned down all the money they could make just making another good Mega Man game. Try, they try could, spending they could, a few months in Japan and then then maybe you'll figure right, it they out. They could right, put right. dog food in the bowl and those people would get on their hands and knees and eat it. You know, is basically right, what they they've got. Yeah, but they don't That's bother it. even. Yeah, it's like. I, I think oh wait wait there's that uh that that iPad game that iOS game did you guys see that oh yeah no yeah that I never thing is a tr- that thing is atrocious there's like mm-hmm. videos of it on YouTube it's really bad it's like an endless runner game with Mega Man and you can buy power ups like microtransactions it's like an uh-huh. endless runner but it's really really slow uh-huh. it's like an endless runner underwater an endless walker an endless <laughs> yeah walker I think yeah, that's our podcast game. title. It's like an endless. It's like an endless crawler. I think is what it feels like. <laughs> the endless shuffler. Yeah, it's it's pretty mm-hmm. bad. Uh, like so, they made that, and it's just some microtransaction driven. Dumb kids will play this. Uh, it's like I have no idea who the audience for it is. Uh, or, you just said dumb like, kids. So. Yeah. Well, well, I don't think they even really have any confidence in the fact that dumb kids will play because it it's too. It's too complex for like a four-year-old, you know. It's got all these sophisticated looks to it. I guess four-year-olds play Plants vs. Zombies, though, is what they're thinking. But this game ain't no Plants vs. Zombies. I get the feeling that like the approval chain for that game in Mega Man X Street Fighter is probably different than the approval chain chain for a right, 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 right. Real one. for an actual new Mega Man. Yeah. When do you guys think? Last... I mean, well. Do you guys do you guys think that like we've made you know more? I think you guys probably know more about like the intricacies of Capcom than I do. But like the fact that we've seen this sort of like we got a Bionic Commando game that was in 3D, we got a new Double May Cry that was like totally redone. Like, is are they ever going to redo Mega Man? Are we ever going to get well, another Mega? That's Man? what I was about to say. There hasn't been a triple A Mega yeah, Man. That's for, what I mean. Or really, what what was it? Mega Man X8 on the PS2. Was that it? Mm. I think that was yeah, it. I think that. Yeah. Uh, wasn't there a like an RTS kind of like uh, Maverick Hunters or something? Yeah, that, what was what was that for? I don't know. That was I think for that PSP. Was oh well, who knows? I don't, I'm not a huge Mega Man fan because I, I I don't really 
going back and looking at the games, I don't really like them anymore, but mm. that's my baggage. They have those I, Battle I think, Network games on GBA and stuff. I, I like those Battle Network I games. I think Mega Man Legends 3 looked uh, spectacular. I think that would have been a cool game. Yeah, and I think I, I want a Mega Man Legends on my big old TV that I've got here. Mm-hmm. I want to play one of those, a new one. I want to play a game made in that mode where it feels like you're in a world, you know? Why can't I have one of them, right? I mean, that was a really good game. They made their own thing. Uh, they made a pretty unique thing using a character that people recognized, and they didn't betray the character or the thing or the nature mm-hmm. of making a new thing. And I, I liked that so much, and now I just cry every day about it. Just, I mean, I cry a lot. Like, yeah, what would, a, what would a new Mega Man game even be, though? Mega Man like Legends, a cover shooter, like <laughs> Mega yeah, Man cover shooter where you have a gun. Like they could, uh, yeah. they could do it. Like I don't know, they could do like a Skylanders thing. They've but already got yeah. the, they've already got the X series and the regular series. We can have like a Mega Man Legends style fun game, and then we can have a Mega Man X style third-person shooter FPS, you know? Well, I don't like, know. One of the core mechanics of Mega Man is uh, adapting the powers of the bosses you beat. What yeah. if the AAA Mega Man was, like, kind of more Kirby-like, and you mm-hmm. could adapt powers from, like, the smaller enemies as you Kirby go Kirby blows. Kirby, your enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. I think that you could... Uh, you could <laughs> I have been making that joke for years, Brendan. Yes. Thank you you, could, you could make a, uh, a Mega Man uh, kind of... Uh, in 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 the style of Metroid, yeah, yeah, I would play a, a Mega Man gating, in the style of Metroid. Gating things, yeah, um, yeah. with it all within one world. Hub. Megatroid, Megatroid. There you go, That's Megatroid. Heaven's Megatroid. to Megatroid. <laughs> it wouldn't even need yes. to be three D. You could make it side-scrolling, like a shadow complex. I agree with you. Why the heck I, not, I would right. totally play that. Here's the scenario, guys. You right. work for the marketing department of an evil video game corporation. There's a lot of those. And are charged with artificially inflating your latest shovelware's Metascore. How do you do it? Artificially hmm. inflating a Metascore. I, I don't yeah. know how you do that. Does um, it have to be shovelware, or can it just be like a, a game? I mean, I don't even know how you would go about marketing This is a game which, like... without your evil machinations, would probably get a 6 out of 10. Well, okay, so here, here's, well, that's here's how like you do a, it. A middle of the road game. <laughs> yeah. Here's here's how you actually do it. I'm convinced there are a lot of like if you if you click on the the, the Metacritic score yeah. thing on any game and you look at the 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 outlets who've reviewed this game. I think you're like, gonna say the, the exact same thing. Yeah. Well, no, you're gonna, gonna say. you're gonna be like, who the hell are these people? Like, no, I know. I've never I'm heard saying, of any. I of these think sites. you're about to make my point. Oh, That's okay. <laughs> and and what you do is those are all not all, but mostly like amateur kids, mm-hmm. and you just you become their friend. You yeah. know, you, you, you give them you, copies of it. Yeah, you give them like, copies of it, and, hey. and you become their PR friend. You send them, you know, I don't know, a punching bag with the shape like the lead character, some stupid tchotchke crap. Send them a double XL shirt. Yeah. And, triple and triple you, now. You, you send right. these no-name right. outlets toys and and hype them up for the game and just depend on them because you're going to know the game's a stinker well before the release date, so you can kind of plan your PR strategy around that. And, uh, you know, you focus more on the, the no-name ones if all, you, if all you're doing is uh, upping the Metacritic score instead of the I mean, I, I don't know. I think, I think the major review outlets, I think in general, in general, this is just me, I have no confidence in 
anybody who writes reviews of video games for a living. I think all it takes is uh, show up at their office with some muffins or something or have a little press event with some food, you know? Yeah, but the bigger the outlet uh, is, the, 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 the more they're, yeah, I they're, mean. <laughs> they feel able to uh, to actually be critical. Like That's, that's why I think all video game critics People. should be Orthodox Jews. Game companies don't know how to put together a kosher spread, they, they, and if <laughs> they good. are not that's able good. to be enticed by the spread, they won't be swayed by it. No spread, no red. Exactly. <laughs> I don't mm. even know what the red means. I don't know what the red means either. I don't think yeah. the red would be bad. Red, like red, red, is, red, is, red is the background of the 5.0 exploding head in Old Game Pro. <laughs> uh, okay. No spread, so, no, no red. No spread, no head? Kirk was no going to say something, no, and I want to hear it because no he red head. reviews games. Go for it. Oh, what yeah, is it? I actually review games. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that if you've got a, if you've got a game that stinks, and you know it stinks... And you can always tell. I mean, if you guys, if, surely you guys have. Maybe you don't review games now, but you have ever reviewed games? Yeah, or, yeah, we have. Ever? Yeah. Like Revenge. So, yeah, okay. I'm a. It's kind I'm, of fun. I'm, I don't I'm know. I mean, one of the most trusted review writers in history of. I do games. trust. I, t- I trust your taste in games, and I've, the most I've read your reviews. Kotaku so. columnist. <laughs> and, well, Tim, actually, you you do write some great reviews, man. You're. Uh, that's that's all I, I. I I would love to review video games for a living. I would, yeah, well, I would probably, no, but nobody would run my reviews. Well, the, for starters, it's, you guys critical. talk about reviewing games for a living, but very few people review games for a living. Yahtzee reviews for a living, and that's about it. Like, no, I mean, yeah, I, I write game reviews. That's the only guy who does it. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and I, oh, you know, I, I take a lot of pride in my reviews, but like, that's just the tiny. But you know, like the, the, the reviews, the reviews editor at like IGN, I'm sure. Make the the typical review reads, reads yeah, man, I'm like not sure what those guys do. Yeah. The typical <laughs> game know. review reads like like a giant back of the box description. Like if video game boxes were the, the size of, okay, well, let's, of, and so, of right, corn yeah. pops, but with more typos. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, we, can rag on, we can rag on bad. There are a lot of bad video game reviews. Believe me, like I I read them and I I'm not a fan of most reviews. Read them and weep. But it's even Kirk, those guys, Kirk, like you even and mention the name of a. No, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna shit talk my. Not don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. No, no, don't I never it. would. That's you. That's not my... I, Go I, on, even those guys. I'm not interested in that. Even those guys, though, like... So even the reviews where you read from, like, major outlets, where you read it and you think, wow, like, this isn't very well written or interesting. Um, he's just kind of listing stuff in the game. But even those guys, if a game sucks, they're going to say it's not good. Like, they're going to say stuff about it they didn't like. Like, right, it's but... rare that you'll get those weird Metacritic reviews that you're talking about, Frank, I think, that, like, where it'll be like... <laughs> It's an astonishing guy? return to form. It's so much fun. And it's just at the top, and they give it a 90, and you're like, who the hell? You know, it's like gamers.ze or something. Yeah, th- those exist. And then, yeah, right. those definitely exist. And they, they, their reviews are probably the, backs of the back of the box copy and a score. And you'll, you know, and they'll, so you go after those people, I think would be a really good PR strategy. Like, I'm sure yeah. that there's a whole thing built around that since Metacritic. There's people who will. There's there's people who will give you a good score just so they have a bigger games that they're never going to play in their house. There's there's definitely those are the people. That's that's how you do it. And the problem is like it's cool that there are people. I mean, it's fine if you want to do that. That's fine. What's weird is that Metacritic really. I go back and forth with people on this because I think that there's sometimes I get the sense that there's a lot of like hand wringing about Metacritic, just because the press loves feeling like important. And so people are like, oh, Metacritic is so important. Our reviews matter, and they affect bonuses. But then actually that is a real thing, right? Like games, mm-hmm. it, it, the more I've talked to people who make games, the more I've come to realize, oh, it's not just people saying this is an issue. 
because we want to feel like our reviews matter and affect no, their livelihoods they, they, matter. Yeah, right? they, they don't don't matter. Like, yeah, that was uh, I worked on a game that was published by EA, and EA said right at the top of the production, uh, "This has to get right an eighty six right. on it's like a, a, And it's and so what's weird is the problem is that they're putting this value on Metacritic, which is so when you look at any game's Metacritic so broken and yeah. bizarre like that there's just people who have no qualification we don't even know who they are like they're just they exactly so they're and, and that's why my PR strategy that's why right. my PR strategy here is sort of gaming the, yeah, we gaming got the broken you, system and, and yeah. playing by the we got you we got you that's the way they go now it's time for a lightning round oh really that's that's cool DLR as we call it yeah that's yeah. The time it is right now. So what I do is uh, we're going to have this lightning pace round, which is why we call it the lightning round. LPR. Whoever does the best at it uh, will get to pick the inaugural topic for next week. It could be you, Kirk. Who knows? Ooh, okay, exciting. So, to, so today we'll be playing Elevator Pitch, the premise right. of which is you find yourself in an elevator with a figure from the video game industry and have one minute to pitch them your idea for their next project. This week, you're in an elevator with Cassie Creighton, the seven-year-old girl who two years ago designed Sissy's Magical Ponycorn Adventure. Tim, Sissy's Magical Ponycorn Adventure? Yes. Now, that. Tim, you won last week, so you're liable to go first. You have one minute. Go. Oh, wait, how about, how about since I won last week, I can choose when I want to go, and I want to go last. No, you go, you go first, because that will give you, because that will ensure that you don't go again, because you have the least amount of time to prepare. Now, so wait, all 12 seconds in. Wait, uh, wait, 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 I want to make sure I understand the question. We, we, are pitching, we are pitching that little girl any game that we want no, to make? The next project you want her to develop. Oh, okay, oh, okay. okay. And then we want, do I want to be involved with it? Yeah, I must have to because we're pitching to her. So yeah. right, right. So yeah. you have one minute. Go. I uh, man, man, I don't even know what this game is. Oh. I'm looking at it. I have no idea what it is. It's an adventure I, game I, with ponies, and and it's exactly I, what you would imagine was made by a seven year old girl. Okay, well, I see. I see the website, and it, it looks like it's all drawn with crayons. Yeah, yeah. I would. Uh, oh man, I don't think we should make Tim go first since he hasn't played it. Okay, yeah, I, fair no, I, I, I've never heard of it until now. I, I, was, I thought everyone was on the ball with this. All right, fine. Kirk, I'm not, you're I'm first. not on go. the ball with most oh, stuff. Oh, I'm first. I get to go? Yeah. Okay, um, well, so it's going to be a sequel. So I would say uh, if you're making a sequel, everyone's going to want more of everything. So more pony corns. Obviously, the pony corns were a big hit. We want more pineapples, uh, more of the sun, because the sun was bad. So we want to yeah. know the motivation of the sun. Right. So maybe, maybe there's like, maybe there's a big reveal in the game where it turns out this game is actually about the sun. So you start out and you're, you're controlling a pony corn, but then there's a big reveal, and this is the real story of the sun and how the sun became so bad. We're going to learn more about the sun, and it'll have a kind of anti-hero vibe to it. All right. Good, good pitch. Under time. Uh, Frank, go. Okay, so, so um, listen, little girl, I got this idea. I really need your help with it. Um, so, okay, there's these guys, right? And, and they're in space. And uh, there's a lot of walls in space. And these guys really like to go behind the walls. And uh, they have these guns. And, and don't worry, they're not real people. But, they, but they, they come out from the walls in space, the space walls. And they shoot guys that are uh, at the other space walls and they shoot each other and then uh, sometimes there's a boss enemy or uh, like a scripted event and uh, it'll be really cool and uh, God, I just I really need scripted your help. Scripted event? 
if you can uh, if you can help me with the scripted events in the middle of, 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 of this game, uh, I'd really appreciate that. And I, and I have some candy. Yes, candy is cool. Now you're going to be a stranger giving her candy at the end of your pitch. That's right. fantastic. Yeah. Brendan, go. Well done. Okay, so you know, pony coins are really cool, and uh, we all enjoyed those. And, and wouldn't you want to have more pony coins in your life? I mean, people really like that Pokemon game as well. Why don't you just make a game where you're collecting more pony coins? And uh, why don't we also have, you know, Minecraft is really popular amongst the kids. Why don't why don't we also uh, have a crafting element? And while we're at it, why don't we make physical toy versions of all the pony coins? And uh, so that when you put them onto this this uh, this this little slab, then, then they suddenly show up in your game as well. Just so like pony corn infinity. And so why don't we just take all those things and put them together, and you got like three months. <laughs> Tim, go. Okay, so this girl drew all these pictures in this game, and she made it when she was five years old. She's seven now. I think her art has probably gotten better, and that is very much to the detriment of the project. So I would say... Uh, Find a bunch. You've got to have some old art lying around your house that you did when you were like three. So a prequel. Two, two, two words, baby. <laughs> prequel. Two more words. Kickstarter. Like, I'm looking on the website. They've got PayPal donate buttons. They've got send this little girl to college. Man, just get it on Kickstarter and say she wants to get her game uh, on the Nintendo DS and uh, you need $150,000 or something. I don't know. Just uh, put it on Steam Greenlight. It looks better than a lot of the other games on Steam Greenlight. It's $100. Kickstart the $100 to uh, put it on Steam Greenlight for the second one. And uh, use old art. Uh, you won't even need to do any work at all. I just need a photo of you. And time. So, here are our ideas. We have Kirk with Tony Cord Adventure 2, Adventures of the Sun, we have uh, some kind of space game, which uh, embodies every space game which has been made in the last seven years. Uh, we have the most depressing thing I've ever heard in my entire life, and we have Ponycorn prequel slash Kickstarter. Let's let the viewers know who has not yet fully developed her motor. Viewers, Wait, viewers, tell us who won. The most depressing thing you've ever heard in your life. Yes, yours was the most depressing, and the most bus- and the most business savvy. Yeah, mine was, a, mine was a little bit more depressing. No, I was I was trying to get the girl to be hyped because she's a little girl. Maybe she likes games. She probably likes Minecraft, uh, uh, Skylanders, and Pokemon. Pokemon. So I was yeah. shoving them in there because I want to. I want. I want to get this project. And also, uh, Jaffe, you forgot about the walls in space. Or yeah, I forgot about the space walls, which <laughs> is an important part of the space. It game. is an important part. Okay. And viewers, I think it, ask this the is, viewers who won. Yeah, we're going viewers to ask who the viewers who won, and next week at the beginning of the show, you'll find out, or maybe who you'll won? find out during the uh, hangout afterwards. Who knows? Hangout. We're have a hangout, hangout for those of you who are watching this live, and for those of you who are not watching this live, too bad Hi. you missed out. Maybe you'll get to catch us next week. Uh, you can uh, you can be privy to this sort of information by either following one of us on Twitter or joining our Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash icpodcast. Uh, you can send in your nominations for both the best game ever made and the best Genesis game ever made to podcast at insertcredit.com. Those are ongoing topics. And we'll talk to you next week. I'm Alex Jaffe. I'm Tim Rogers, and I said my name first. 
I'm Frank Cifaldi. Uh, I said my name after Tim Rogers. I'm Brandon Sheffield, and I'm in a really loud room today, and I'm very sorry. And this is podcasting. Podcast over, yeah!